بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ وسلام علی اشرف الانبیاء والمرسلین محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وآلہ وصحب وسلم تسلیماً کثیراً کثیرہ فما بادو دس از دا سیکنڈ انسٹالمنٹ آف کیپ اٹ سمپل اسٹوپڈ دا کس پرنسپل مبرادن سسٹرز یسٹرڈے آئی اسپوک ٹو اباؤٹ دی ایشو آف ایٹنگ حلال ٹوڈے آئی وانٹ ٹو اسپیک ٹو اباؤٹ دی ادر میٹر وچ our dear brothers and sisters uh, tie themselves up into knots which is with regard to earning halal and believe it or not this is even even more simple even simpler than the other one eating halal as i said and that is to remember first and foremost two things number one that our earning what is destined for us what is written for us has already been determined and list and written allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said qul inna 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 rabbi yabsutur rizqa liman yasha'u wa yaqdir walakin aktsar an-nas la ya'lamu He said, say to them that my Rabb has all, he is the one who increases provision or restricts it. But most people do not know. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written the quantum of risk that we are going to receive. The sum total, the total quantity, the total amount. Please understand my brothers and sisters, I'm talking to Muslims. If you don't believe this, then you have to check your own iman. because this is part of our aqida that the destiny of the person has already been written rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said the pen has been lifted the ink is dry so the destiny in the context of the amount total amount whether i will whether my my uh, net worth uh, the amount of not just net worth because net worth is, me- is measured from time to time i'm saying the total amount of wealth that i will earn how much that will be allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already written that and already determined that there is no uh, and that is not going to change what we have choice over is where we want to take it from and where we want to spend it and that is something which is so important that it is one of the questions of the day of judgment And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, the feet of the son of Adam will not shift, will not move from their place on the day of judgment until he answers four questions and one of those is this. Where did you earn from and where did you spend it? Now, my point is that when I know that no matter what I do, absolutely no matter, whether I earn halal or haram, whether I take bank loans and along with that comes the in the same package same bundling enmity of allah and enmity of rasulullah sallallahu where when i'm signing the interest transaction i'm also signing my name in the list of the of enemies of allah because what else do you call a person who has accepted a declaration of war other than enemy so when you are signing the contract borrowing money mortgaging your house or whatever the case might be or for a car or for a tv set or something or for your business you borrowed money on interest when you are signing that 
remember you are signing also your name in the list of the enemies of Allah. And this is the same Allah before whom you and I will be standing on the day of judgment. Expecting and hoping and begging and pleading for his mercy and his forgiveness. Since when did we believe that mercy and forgiveness comes from the enemy? Think about that. Do I want to be among the awliya Allah or among the adu Allah? Among the people who Allah loves or people who are enemies of Allah? Now, when I know that this is a choice, total amount is not going to change. No matter what loan I take, no matter where I borrow the money from, no matter what the rate of interest, the total amount of earnings, the total amount of my wealth, which is destined for me, is destined for me. That is not going to change, no matter what. Then tell me why on earth would I, as a believing Muslim, choose to take even one cent of that wealth from a source which puts me in trouble with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why would I want to do that? The only reason can be because I don't really believe this. And that means that I must then question whether I am even a Muslim at all. Because if I do not believe in destiny, it's one of the questions of the Akhidah itself, the creed, the belief. To believe that destiny is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is part of our Akhidah. If I don't believe that, if I believe that what Shaitan is telling me and all the agents of Shaitan, all the finance, financial analysts and all the bankers, that I will become richer and wealthier and make more money and so on and so forth. If I take this bank loan, if I take this, uh, if I mortgage this property, if I borrow on interest, right? This is what they're telling me. They're telling me that you will become wealthier, you will become richer, you will become this, that. And if I believe them, instead of believing what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told me, what Rasulullah told me, which is that my risk is already written for me. Then what does it say about my man? As I told you, keep it simple. Choose only halal sources. Shaitan will make it sound to you as if you are losing money. You are not losing money. You are getting the same money from the halal source. If you put your foot down before the world and say, I will take only what is halal, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open doors for you in the halal area where you don't have to sell your iman in order to get your wealth. I have given this example many times, but let me quickly give it again. Imagine you are standing in front of a huge warehouse with glass walls where you can see inside. And inside that warehouse is your entire risk. And remember, risk is not only money. Risk is everything material, everything for this world that you have, which is knowledge, which is family, which is your spouse, which is uh, your money and the food you eat and the clothes you wear and the cars you drive and the planes you fly, every single thing, uh, your power, your authority, every single thing, right? So imagine that you are standing in front of this warehouse, which inside this you can see through the glass walls, there is all of that is arrayed in front of you. And you are standing... There are, this warehouse has two doors. One is marked, clearly marked. One is marked harap, the other one is marked halal. Both these doors open with retina recognition. So if you stand in front of the door, it opens for you because it recognizes your 
uh, retina image. So as you stand in front of the door, the door is open. And you are standing in front of the door, which is marked Haram. You stand in front of the door, the door is open, you are about to enter. When somebody, your friend calls you and says, please, stop. You stop, you turn around, you ask him, what happened? He says, look, leave this door, go over to the other side and enter the, this warehouse through the door, which is marked Halal. So now you're looking at the door, which is marked Haram. You are about to enter it, door is open. But your friend tells you, don't, don't enter through this door. Go around to the other side. There's a door called marked Halal. Enter through that door. So you tell your friend, you know, but that door is shut. Your friend says, yes, of course it's shut. It will open just like this one opened for you. Because that door opens on the same technology, retina recognition. It will recognize the image of your retina and it will open for you. This door cannot open for anybody else. So you say, no, 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 hold on, hold on. If I turn around and go there, then I will not be able to enter the warehouse. You say, no, the same warehouse, same things, nothing has changed. Just the door from which you are entering, only that door is changing. Enter from that door. You don't want to believe that. You say, no, 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 no. I can't do that. You open the door for me. So the friend says, I cannot open the door for you. The door will not open for me. It, it is your door. It is your stuff inside there. It will open only for you. The same things. Nothing has changed. Same glass walls. You're looking inside. Every single thing is the same. All you need to do is to move from this to that. My brothers and sisters, this is exactly the situation with us in this life. Just change the door through which you approach your risk. Leave the door which says haram, even though it's open. Have belief and faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the door which is marked halal will also open for you. Go to halal, you get the same things. Nothing changes. Nothing at all changes. Everything is the same. Right? Please. Do not put yourself in a situation where on the day of judgment... When you stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is when this realization comes to you that if only I had chosen to enter through the door marked halal. Leave every single means of earning which is haram. All interest-based transactions are haram. Buying and selling things which are haram is haram. Tobacco products, alcohol, pork, pornographic literature, this is the problem with, with many, if not most, of our Muslim 7-Elevens and gas stations and whatnot. They sell this stuff. And they tell you, what can we do, brother? We are supposed to do that. The, the company is forcing me. If the company is forcing you, talk to the company. Tell them, religiously, I cannot do this. If they don't accept it, leave that job. Your risk will not decrease. Your risk will not decrease because your Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu is your Razik, not this company. Please, my brothers and sisters, if you don't take anything from me, just take these two things, earn halal and eat halal. Inshallah, you will never regret that. You will never regret that. Your du'as will be accepted. Your ibadah is accepted. And inshallah on the day of judgment, you will have the shafaat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعليه وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا رب العالمين